Good morning, Hydrate. It is Thursday, the 25th of November, and it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you guys have enjoyed watching the Macy Day Parade, and or whatever you're doing this morning, or today. Uh, whatever it is, I hope you're enjoying family, and you're thankful, and you're eating a lot of food. That's important. I know I'm going over to my brother's house later on today and I'm going to be enjoying Thanksgiving with family. So it's going to be good. So we are continuing. This is the last, this is the end of the Attitude of Gratitude message. And it's very fitting that we finish on Thanksgiving Day. And um, yeah. I'm glad you guys are on this journey with me. Today is day 50. So, 50 days we've been doing this. Pretty amazing, right? You really don't think about how long you've done something until you're actually counting down the days of doing something. So, let's continue with this message and we'll finish today. So if we want to live with an attitude of gratitude, we need to see life as a gift. That's the third thing. So the first thing was complaining is a drain. Number two, what we talked about yesterday, is pop your bubble. And today, we need to see life as a gift. There's a wonderful book called A Thousand Gifts, and it's by Anne Voskamp uh, that gave me this idea. This stay-at-home mom was pretty bored in her mundane life, and then she started keeping a running list of gifts. It was simple things, like cardinals landing on her bird feeder, a favorite candle burning or a friend calling her out of the blue but she was on to something that is super biblical seeing life as a gift makes us grateful even when things are less than perfect God is both the giver of good gifts and the gift himself in Romans 5 chapter 2 through 5 says because of our faith Christ has brought us into this place of understand uh, uh, sorry undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory we can rejoice too when we run into problems and into trials for we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengths our confident hope of salvation and his hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us 
because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. I started doing this on my own life, counting my blessings or naming all the little gifts and it truly has lifted my mood and checked me when I'm about to complain. So let me go back to God's chosen people, the Israelites. In Numbers 21, 4 through 5, they continued to complain again against God's and Moses's for the 13th time. And you know what happened. God sent serpents on them. Nobody tell me that the Bible is boring. But stay with me here. After God did that, he commanded Moses to craft a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. If anyone got bitten by the serpent, they could be healed by looking at the bronze serpent. So, to be healed from the poison of complaint and selfishness and the death that comes from sin in our own lives, we have to realize the um, realize that we need to see how it all has spread into our life like a disease. This is called conviction. It turns us towards God. And then once we have acknowledged that we have all fallen short of God's glorious standard, we fix our eyes on Jesus. Now check this out. You might have heard of John 3.16. But look what Jesus said right before the verse in John John 3.14-15. Let's see here. It says, And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. Isn't that amazing? 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For God made Christ who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. We have so much to be thankful for. No matter what happens to us in this life, we are saved from death because of what Jesus has done for us. And you know what? After the whole serpent incident, that's the last that we hear of the Israelites complaining in the wilderness. Their hearts were changed. Wow. And ours can be too. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considered 
considerate in all you do. And remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God that you need what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds everything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. The Thanksgiving holiday has been a wake-up call for me this year to live every day like it's Thanksgiving so that I see my life as a gift. I want to retain my brain to not complain and to get out of my self-focused bubble and think of others. I want to fix my eyes on Jesus and be healed. Let's move forward in this together. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this Thanksgiving day. We thank you for our family and we praise you for our, for our friends. And we give you all praise and glory, God, today for all that you've done this year, all that you're doing. I pray that our eyes would open to see the little gifts that are all around us every single day. I pray that we would see the gifts that you give us on a daily basis and that we wouldn't complain, that we wouldn't argue anymore, that we would just stay focused on you and see how much life is truly a gift. So God, we give you thanks, praise, and glory for today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hydrate. I hope you all have a great day. I hope it's a blessed day. I hope you guys just enjoy being with family. And remember, these are the moments that you will remember for the rest of your life. I promise you, these are the moments that really will stand out in your heart and in your memories one day. Love you guys. Hope you all have an amazing Thanksgiving day. And this has been your morning dip.